It is time now for Making Sense of the Markets with Lori Pinkowski. Lori is a Senior Portfolio Manager at Canaccord Genuity. Good morning, Lori. Good morning, Simi. How are you? I am good, thank you. I find these inflation numbers that came out this morning from StatsCan really interesting. Are they having any impact on the markets? Well, I think there's a lot of things having an impact on markets today. I mean, markets were in the green the last few days and appeared to be stabilizing somewhat. Uh, up until today, we've got the Dow down uh, just over 2%, NASDAQ down 3%. Uh, and a lot of this has to do today uh, with some of the retailers' earning, uh, earnings reports, such as Target and so on. Uh, we're seeing consumer discretionary down 3.5%. We're seeing retail down 5.7%. Um, and, uh, and so, again, going forward, it's all about earnings, inflation, uh, interest rates. And you're right with Canada's inflation rate uh, showing uh, that it rose slightly to 6.8% from 6.7%. Again, that's the highest in three decades since 91. Uh, I'm sure you've been reporting this morning. Um, you know, but the situation is, is that the Bank of Canada is going to continue on their aggressive stance on increasing rates. Uh, the next meeting is June 1st. They're expected to increase by half a point. Uh, and there's, you know, including June 1st, there's still five meetings uh, scheduled for this year. Uh, so again, that's important to note, especially if you've got a variable mortgage or you've got to get a mortgage, any of that kind of stuff you want to start thinking about and really taking a look at, uh, you know, which way you're going to go. Um, and so going forward uh, this year, they're expecting uh, that we could see uh, the rate to the policy rate hit 3%. And remember, prime lending rates are usually 2% above this rate. Uh, so keep that in mind when going variable. So everything is linked to this, um, you know, inflation, interest rates and uh, hitting the consumer on all fronts. Yeah. How's the price of oil doing this morning? Yeah, the price of oil actually came down slightly. Uh, it was down two and a quarter percent earlier. And, you know, the U.S. has reported that every single state is now averaging above $4 per gallon, uh, with some states paying much more. In California, statewide averages cross $6 a gallon. Of course, we know here in B.C., we saw um, gas prices hit uh, hit all-time high. So everybody is feeling it in, in all different areas. I mean, when you were just reporting now, the price of food, you know, you're seeing meat up 10%, you're seeing vegetables and fruit up 10%. I mean, it is getting difficult for the average Canadian uh, to uh, pay their bills and, and have the basic necessities. And so, of course, the Bank of Canada is trying to get that under control. Uh, but some of this is, you know, in my view, out of their control a bit too, right? I mean, we've got the war in Ukraine that pushed oil prices up and we've got supply chain issues that, you know, stemmed from COVID, but we're still seeing um, supply chain issues uh, have even increased problems uh, since we saw COVID in China and they had reduced output or reduced um, uh, capacity at factories and so on to even produce products. So, so again, uh, investors are being hit on all sides as well. And so, so this would be, depending on how markets end the week, this would be the seventh straight loss uh, for the Dow. And again, the question is, is, how long do corrections go on for? Again, there's usually a catalyst that will change the, the direction of the market at some point. And, um, and we just have, have yet to see that. And it should be, uh, you know, I would say coming soon because corrections, you know, it just looks a little bit oversold in some of these areas. But again, you have to be very mindful of what you have in your portfolio and ensure that your portfolio manager, financial advisor, or you yourself are making changes to your portfolio because because the environment has changed drastically from, you know, three, four months ago, even compared to today. 
Yeah, that is so true. And when the, when the circumstances are like this right now, Lori, and there's so much uncertainty, do you think that more people try to kind of, you know, invest on their own? They do self-directed investing or do you think fewer people do? I think fewer people do for sure. Um, you could probably see that from the amount of quest trades you have on TV right now. I really trying to push that this is a good idea for people. And, you know, we've seen, I, I would say in, you know, after the pandemic, when markets started really flying high, you saw 2021, uh, there was a huge increase of do-it-yourself investors. And, you know, the, the issue that you have with that is, is that even though there's low fees, um, is that, and it could seem very easy in terms of the process, it can be very complex, um, and cause people a lot of, uh, anxiety when, uh, managing their own investments. I have a lot of people call us from the radio here listening to us going, Oh my God, I've been managing my own money through this and I don't know what to do. And even IROC, that's the investment regulatory body in Canada, even issued a press release before uh, warning investors of the risk of personal trading when you're uh, inexperienced or relying on even untrustworthy information out there. So you you got to make sure you've got enough time, you've got the knowledge, uh, and you've got the investor personality to be able to handle uh, the type of volatility that we're seeing out there. Okay. So that's the thing. It is volatile out there right now. It's stressful to try to manage your own investments during this time, isn't it? Oh yeah, for sure. I think, um, you know, when people look at uh, the cost savings and fees, uh, you know, you could be losing out a lot more of, uh, uh, you know, costs or fees in, in some other places, such as, you know, if you're doing it yourself, you're not getting the advice on financial planning, you could end up paying more in taxes. Um, you know, you could be getting whipsawed in the market. You uh, may end up being more buy and hold, for example. Maybe you're not making any changes. You bought the top, you know, five companies in Canada and just expect them to do well. And, you know, my belief is everything goes in cycles. You know, there's times when you want to be in certain sectors. There's times to avoid other areas. And, uh, and you know, unless you really uh, don't worry at all about markets going down, then maybe you could be successful at managing your, your own portfolio. But what I've seen is that, you know, even if people like managing their own money a little bit, uh, you know, they come to us and they give us the, the larger chunk uh, and they'll still keep like a play account online. Uh, again, it's very difficult in this market right now to to have a return. Uh, and I would say that, you know, do-it-yourselfers uh, love managing their own money when markets are going up, uh, but not so much when markets are going down. And it's really important to kind of have a team behind you that's on top of the changing economic data, the inflation numbers, uh, and making uh, real solid decisions for you instead of you trying to go it alone. Right. But I mean, it's okay if they have a little bit of money, as long as they're prepared to lose it, I would imagine. As long as they're prepared to, you know, that, that little amount of play money that they've got is definitely going to go up and down. Yeah, I, I would say that if you have an account online on your own, that if it's a small amount, then that's fine. You know, some retirees even even have that just so that they keep busy and it's something to do. The stock market's a hobby. But I would say the market is a hobby for many people when it's in the green and it's going up week after week. Uh, it becomes less of a hobby and more of a burden for those do-it-yourself investors when markets are in the red and going down week after week. And again, even though this correction um, is fairly significant, I mean, the S&P 500 
is down 16.5% year to date. So we're not yet in bear territory, almost hit that last week. Uh, again, they don't last forever, right? And, you know, there are opportunities that present themselves, but again, it, it still may be a little too early. So having some cash uh, on the sidelines, having some powder dry. And the other thing for do-it-yourself investors, I think, is uh, the bond market is a very difficult one for them to navigate through. And many buy exchange-traded funds in uh, fixed income or in bonds, and they've noticed a huge decline in, in most of those. And and again, just don't know where to go from here. And so that's why, again, having some professional advice makes sense for most people, for the majority of their portfolio. Uh, and if they want to keep a, a side account or an account online, then, then so be it. Uh, but again, realize uh, that markets are volatile and you really do need full manpower dealing with this right now. I mean, I have a big team that helps with uh, managing the portfolios through this kind of volatility. And it's, you know, if you're going it alone, um, you're not going to have uh, anyone to lean on. And so that's where, I, again, it could get very dangerous, especially if you're managing your uh, your retirement nesting. Right. You don't have a chance to make that up again. So that's, again, uh, you know, where we always recommend having a professional advisor somewhere in the mix there. All right. Well, Lori, thank you so much for that. Thanks so much to me. Have a great week. You too. That's Lori Pinkowski. And Lori, of course, is a senior portfolio manager at Canaccord Genuity. Now you can contact her team at 604-695-LORI or visit their website at pinkowski.ca.